Hey, what's cracking, everybody? Hall of Famer and cannabis connoisseur, the Godfather here. And when I'm at home and I'm on that smoke train, there's nothing better that I like to do than listen to Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling Podcasts. Check them out. They're doing big things. Welcome to episode 26 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. Hello, everyone. I'm Hector, and I'm here with my tag team partner, Raymond. Holy endeavor. <laughs> so, uh, I feel like even though we spoke last Thursday, so it's exactly one week, so much has happened. So, um, what do you want to talk about? Um, I think maybe the first thing we should talk about is the, the end of the McMahon era and Monday being his last official McMahon family show. I think that was okay. We, we can start with kind that. Kind of sad as well. Um, um, I was expecting a, 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 I'm sorry to say, a better show. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I expected something besides the surprise ending. Uh, uh, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe a McMahon to show up or a dramatic ending. I don't know, something. I mean, we had, we had more of a suspense at the, at Wall Street with McMahon wearing a do-rag than... <laughs> yeah, do I? I thought that was a fake, yeah, fake image. I, I I don't know. I keep I keep seeing that picture around. No, I I don't know if it's fake or what, but it matches it matches <laughs> it matches his outfit. I don't I don't know, but if it's real fake, it's still more exciting than I think what Raw was. But yeah, I mean, I think technically, I mean, it's still McMahon controlled. Yeah, right. It's just it's just sadly it's uh. No longer a McMahon own. I think it's the only difference. Yeah. What 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 is it? I think they own um forty nine percent. Yes, yeah. about forty nine percent. Yeah, they own forty nine percent. Supposedly they have say, not final say, but they're gonna run WWE the same way. Uh, there's gonna be little changes on the way. Um, UFC is gonna be run the same way, but I I I think what we're gonna see probably is like maybe like definitely at a UFC event. You you might see Seth Rollins and Becky sitting front row for like a, a main event or something. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how we use WWE is going to use UFC fighters, but I definitely see WWE um, talent sitting front row at their events. Um, yeah, I just don't see how that works for for us. Um, one thing I I thought was weird. I think I texted you. Um, they said at the one of the press conference, or they did so many interviews and everything. Um, they want basically to turn um, WWE fans to UFC fans and turn UFC fans into WWE fans. I, I think that's the only thing that uh. that sounds weird because WWE is more of a family. Um, how, how can you say like a base? So like you don't really see little kids at a UFC event. And it's all about merchandise also. UFC started with the action figures. They stopped because they never had that main star. And now it's, it's, it seems like every month or two months it's a different star. So um, it's not one guy that you could like promote like in, you could do in WWE. Like this is our guy. This is the face. You don't have a face because you can't control what's going to happen. Um, so do I, you think that I'm sorry, I thought I was going to say, do you think that if McMahon kind of being now uh, 
I guess I, I, he's still in control of WWE. I know you guys are saying all that other good stuff, but his, his his influence of how to promote the use for the UFC because I think UFC is, is two different fan bases. You got the people that like the sports entertainment slash soap opera, and then you got people that want real sports. But maybe McMahon's pr- pr- being able to promote is going to help UFC in a drastic way. Not, not like they need it, but you know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think so because. You could search any way you want on the internet, and you could find different versions of interviews of Dana White talking trash about WWE. Uh, I don't think he's gonna want McMahon's two cents. Um, I don't know. And then not only that, it's just the fans and you have seen they they already have it in their mind that WWE is fake. That's that that that's what they think about when they think about pro wrestling. It's fake. We we got we're real. We got knockouts. You guys got this. So it's it's gonna be hard for that way. Like you might get a WWE fan to watch UFC because you're gonna say the special announcer is going to be Becky or Seth Rollins is gonna announce this fight. So well, we'll watch it and see what happens. You know, someone's gonna get shoved and everything. Um, I mean, if they could add some stories to it, it might be interesting. This is it's the reason I don't watch UFC. I mean, it, it's a bad version of AEW. There's no stories <laughs> at all. <laughs> AEW got bad stories or short stories. UFC has none. They're just putting people together to fight. If that's what you like, hey, great. I like the soap operas. And so does millions and other millions of people. So, um, yeah, when it comes to that. But I, the good news is that I just bought stock today in um, TKO. And it's up $20. So, yep. I'm twenty dollars richer. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, oh, another change was um, UFC. It's um, what was it? Australia gave sixteen million dollars to UFC for three events. So basically, WWE is going to be going that direction of having cities bid for their pay per views. So right now, they said within uh. a, within a year, they want the main four. For cities to bid for them, and by sometime in the future, every I, I still say pay per views, a, pre, a premium live event. Uh, so like right now, WrestleMania, events, yeah. I think WrestleMania and I think Royal Rumble. I'm not sure. Cities have to bid for them. They want it for Mania, Rumble, Survivor Series, and SummerSlam. So if you have the richest city and they bid every year for it, then they're gonna get it every year. So that means the smaller towns are, are probably only going to get um, maybe like the paybacks and the uh, fast lanes. But um, yeah, I th- think yeah, I think the, the last thing I'm going to say we can we can move to the next topic is that um, I think this is going to be really bad for wrestling fans, and wrestling fans are going to have to stand up for their rights because what's going to happen is that they're going to try to you know to make that money up, they're going to overcharge for everything. Overcharge for resume. Resume, I think already is like seven thousand dollars for a ringside seat, and I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, costs of certain things are going to go up, and if the fans buy into it, and they and kind of like the iPhone, for example, it comes out tomorrow. Everyone's going to pre-order, it, and guess what? Now they're going to say, okay, well now we're going to raise up the prices because everyone wants it. So fans need to kind of be smart also and be like, you know what? We're not going to buy this, so that way they can maybe keep things almost the same. Yeah, because I feel like there's going to be a major price increase with this coming up. Yeah, I mean, of course it's going to go up. I mean, look at just what happened with WrestleMania. This is, I mean, I know times change and everything, but this has to be the most expensive ticket price I've ever seen. 
and if within ten years, I, prices have tripled. So I don't know. Ridiculous. Yeah, it is. People can't even go to WrestleMania anymore. No, it's like I remember anyway. I I, I can't I don't even get started with rent. I can't, <laughs> I I can't see myself after forty going to um any other WrestleManias at this point. Um. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, I might sound um. I don't know what's the right word, selfish or unsatisfied. I prefer to go to live events. I prefer to go to shows that I cannot see on TV. If I can see it on TV, and, and, and I mean, it's nice to have that crowd and the vibe and everything, but I've, I I just went to a live event this past weekend in Nassau. Just the vibe that's there, and you know that no one else can see it, and, and you're getting a, a, a good show compared to something you can just watch at home with your friends, family, or with the food that you choose. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I prefer live events. So I might as well just dish out some extra cash and get some good seats for a live event than spend thousands of dollars for a, a premium live event that I could watch at home yeah, live, for $10. Yeah, live events, it's a hit or miss because uh, right before COVID ended, which obviously we're not in that phase anymore, but right, after, right before COVID ended, a lot of people that got in COVID, I went to the Amway to watch a, a WWE SmackDown show. And because so many people had gotten COVID, all of a sudden, what's his name? Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, they went from fighting each other to partnering up to fighting each other in an Orlando <laughs> street fight. And I said, holy crap. By the, by the third time, I left. And I was like, I can't watch this again. Right. I went to them and watched them. They were yeah. enemies to friends to enemies again. I was like, fuck that shit. Yeah. But that, that, was, that was doing a, a, a weird time in, in, in life in general. Uh, but um, I mean, the last two live events I've gone to, house shows, whatever you want to call them, they have been really good shows that I was like amazed at what I'm watching. You you have like top of the top talent there from both shows, and it's it's I don't know it's it's really worth it. It's great for the kids because the fan um since there's no cameras, there's no time limit. So after the match, like this past weekend, Cody Rhodes, I think a good thirty forty five minutes, he stood out there signing autographs for like every little kid he saw. Um, I love Cody for that reason. Yeah, he, he looks like you're in the AEW. Did that. Cody looks like he's running for president. I mean, he's kissing babies. He's hugging everybody. He's taking selfies. Um, there was one kid. He um, he I, he signed something for it, the kid. He gave the kid a high five. He gave the kid a hug, and the kid started crying. He had the whole the kid and the entire family wait for him at the side of the stage, so he could give that kid some extra time. Oh wow! That's a that's a great thing. But guess what? Every kid's gonna start crying now. Because right. everybody's gonna want that privilege. I I saw a father take his kid, put him over the rail. The kid ran to Cody. Security stopped him. Cody chased the kid back, and and and, and gave the kid a hug and a selfie. So now they're even breaking rules, and Cody doesn't care. He just wants to be the good guy. So will he still do this when he's a heel? And not even Cody. Um, every baby face did this. They took their time to, for pictures, autographs. So if you're anywhere near the front row, it's worth it. If you're going to put out the extra cash, because they are definitely um, entertaining everyone. Um, Did Mommy do that? No. <laughs> uh, mommy wasn't at, at this show. No. And, and plus, she, oh. she's not a baby face. I know, but still. I and, love Mommy. Anyway, go ahead. Um, well, let's talk about Mommy. Mommy got attacked um, on Monday Night Raw. That bitch. <laughs> she got attacked by the return and what well, the surprise return of Nia Jax. Um, supposedly Nia Jax has been signed for a while. 
they just didn't have nothing for her. And that's a list of um, many other talents, like um, Carlito, um, Authors um, of Pain. They've all supposedly, I hate them. yeah, but they all supposedly assigned with WWE. They just don't have a spot. Hey, Carlito, Carlito's been signed for a while. He was supposed to show up at the last Garden fight at uh, I forgot when that was, but um, yeah, they just they they signed them, but they're just not using them right now. So expect to see them soon somewhere. But um, what do you feel about Nia Jax? So, I think that WWE needed her in the sense, like, you know, because all the girls are small women in majority. And people like Raquel Gonzalez, Rhea Ripley, they need competition. They need someone that's kind of, quote, bigger than them. And I think it's definitely going to be a good thing. Hopefully, she doesn't break no one's nose. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, it's a fresh person to kind of change stories because, I, you know, right now at this point, uh, I think more on SmackDown, I feel like this. SmackDown's kind of stale already with the females. I don't feel like they're they're very good there. I mean, you got Charlotte Flair and you got Asuka, but they kind of, I feel like they're running the same circle. Right. And I think that was starting to happen with Raw, and I just can, it makes it fresh. So I, I think it's a good thing. Okay. Hopefully she's not rusty. Hopefully, I mean, besides um, breaking Becky's nose, she's injured a couple other girls, or extra rough with them. So hopefully she's been... Working out in the ring, and not just gonna just jump into the ring right now and have a big match and hurt somebody. But yeah, they could definitely use her. And since we're talking about the females, let's stick with the females. Um, last week we had um Jay Cargill finally show up after she's been um gone for so long. And um, if you don't like spoilers, you might as well change right now because um she has a match at Rampage this Friday, which was already recorded. And she's fighting um, Statlander for the TBS championship. She loses. And guess what? We won't see her no more. Her contract is up. She's a free agent. It's up to AEW. We sign her. But the big talk is that she's coming to WWE. Oh, I got goosebumps when you said that. Anyway. <laughs> if she comes to WWE, there are so many options. I mean, I don't, she's another one. She's very talented. But um, she needs a little more work. But I, her just standing in the ring, face to face with Rhea, that's gonna be a, a great shot. Her face to face with Charlotte, her face to face with Bianca, her face to face with Nia. Those are all great things. How the matches are going to be, uh, that's up to them. But just to see those two people at the same ring in the ring at the same time, um, that's money right there. Now, I I don't know how her contract is. Can she show up right away? Um, does she? Show, um, do you, yeah, yeah. Go. Do you think? Do you, do you think that she ends up in NXT for a little bit? Because like Brian Pillman Jr. He's in NXT for a little bit, or at least I think he's starting that training process. Yeah, he he he's, retrained. He's in NXT. Um, I, they have no plans for him. Well, I think I said it before. They have no plans for him to be on TV right now. They just like working him out. I don't know if he's gonna go straight to Raw or SmackDown or he's gonna show up at NXT TV. But he is at the performance center training. Um, Jay Cargos, it's a tricky thing because for me, since I'm a big AEW fan, if she shows up on Raw or SmackDown, I'm flipping out. I don't know if she's going to get that reaction from everybody. I don't know how much, how many people really watch AEW and they know who she is besides knowing the the big names from like the, the male talent. So 
if she shows up as, as a surprise entry at the Women's Royal Rumble in January, oh, that'd be nice. I think I think that would be big. So I think if you you kind of spoil it if you put her in NXT because now everybody already knows her. I, I would give her the same treatment supposedly um, Pillman is getting. Practice at the performance center when you when everybody approves what you're doing, you ship her right to wherever story she's going to Raw or SmackDown or secret entry at the Royal Rumble. Oh, and, and start a story there, but yeah, it, it's it's she's definitely a free agent that should be signed. And from there, um, there's a couple of free agents. Um, supposedly Edge. There's mixed rumors about Edge, but more rumors rumors about him going to AEW now. Um, Grand Slam would be a perfect time because AEW really needs a shot somewhere. Um, he wasn't in, in in Orlando. In the Orlando Tampa area, this past week, does that mean he was um, working out a contract with WWE or somebody? I don't know, but he doesn't live in Florida, and he was in Florida this week, so we'll see where that goes. But yeah, it'd be—I mean, I'm going to Grand Slam, so if Ed shows up, that would be a great memory. But um, yeah, yeah. but I also heard with Ed, I heard with Edgy, but he was put on or put back on the WWE roster. Internal roster. Yeah, the the inactive roster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's it's the same list as Undertaker, Stone Cold, Big E, um, uh, okay. Braun Strowman's on that list. So it's like the inactive. So if, if it's true, I mean, does that mean like Stone Cold and and Undertaker can't go nowhere? Like I don't, I don't know what that that contract means. Yeah, I know they like Undertaker. He's like. Basically, sign a life contract, so he's with WWE forever. Almost. Yeah, so I, I don't know about, yeah. when they put you on the inactive roster. Like, I don't know if that means like you're so, you're still on the contract or you're just loyal to WWE. Uh, yeah, he I, could I, be maybe under. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe he's under a legend contract. That yeah. could be here too. Um, the Dudley Boys, as we uh, discussed last week, they signed a legend contract. I don't know that prevents them from going anywhere, but I know that um, you know they can promote them and sell their toys and stuff yeah. like that. Cause I know that they, the I think the day they signed the contract, that same day and the next day, they were they showed up at Impact for the one thousand episode. So yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I think that's more for merchandise and and stuff like that. But um, what 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 else? um one guy who's not on the contract is um Elias. He right now he is not under a professional contract with WWE. So. I don't know what's happening with his um, career as a wrestler, but if you were worried about yeah, him, I, yeah, I think I told him he was. Uh, I don't know where it was. I think it was somewhere in the Middle East, um, at the same location where Jesus was supposedly had been dipped into the river or lake, wherever it was. So yeah. I saw a picture of that. He posted that, That's but right. um, I think he's probably taking like a break for himself, mental, you know, reflection. I'm really going. Reflecting on his own mental thing. Right. Okay. I mean, he's being reborn. <laughs> hey, you never know. Yeah. Oh my God! If he comes back as a Jesus, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> he, anyway, he has the he has the look. <laughs> but um, oh, we have one more free agent. Uh, Mandy Rose just teased that she may be a free agent very soon. So that's another person to look out. Maybe she goes back to WWE. Does she go to AEW? We'll see with that. But yeah. 
it's, I think it's time, he, it's time for her to come back to the ring. Yeah, but she doesn't need it. Like, I mean, she's making so much money with, with a bunch of horny men going <laughs> that, in, or maybe women, maybe women that, going into her uh, her only page fa- her only fans page. Only fans. There yeah, but go. you always need uh, same thing. Like I say about the Rock, once in a while you need to show show back in that ring, just so you could um remind people who you are and maybe grab some new fans for your OnlyFans or whatever. And that's another thing, too. If she's making that money with the OnlyFans, I don't think WWE wants her back. So maybe she just goes to AEW. Um, what else? Oh, finally, uh, from NXT, Jagger Reed and Rip Fowler, known as the Dyad. They've asked to be released early this year, and they were rejected. And um, their contract finished, and they walked away. They had no interest of re-signing. Um, how do you feel about if a talent wants to leave and you hold on to them? For me, like, I say let them go. Like, you know, that's, you get that no complete pause if that's what you want to do. Saying, hey, you can't be on a, another competitor TV program. But, hey, you know, you can't prevent them, in my opinion, from making a living. So right. definitely, if they want to go, see you later. Saves me some money. I can get someone else, like, Jade, uh, and use that money for them too for her. So you know, do that. But um, but these like some of the people, I'm like, I don't understand why they want to leave NXT or you know a good position. Because yeah. think about it, like if they went to AEW, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, they're in AEW. I wouldn't care. But even even with like a, even with like a top talent, I mean, let's say right now, for example, um, Seth Rollins comes out right now and goes, oh, I'm so tired that Roman's getting all this hype. I don't want to be here no more. You'd be like, no, we still got you for three years. You're stuck here. And you keep up. So, okay, so now there's someone top talent and it's someone that is bringing me money. Um, I would wait, you know, I would definitely go into the process of weighing out my pros and cons because someone that is bringing me money, you, you agree to these terms and conditions, then, you know, I may be a little less wanting to get rid of you. However, if it's something that they're saying, look, for my mental sake, I need to go. And if something that's for health reasons, then I let you go. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna hold you down because you know whatever reason. It's just like, hey, you, if we're not working, or you feel like you're not gonna produce for me. Why am I gonna hold you down for you not to produce for me, or sit at home, or do like uh, Sasha Banks? I'm going home until you give me what I want. Right. So yeah, it, it makes no sense. I would let them go. I, I yeah, I feel like it, it could save some issues. I I I know something was going on with uh, Malachi Black. He just wanted to leave the company, and um, it became it was health issues, and they gave him some time off, and then he came back, um, even even more popular a little with the House of Black. But yeah, I I mean people like him, and, and now Miro Miro is okay now, but um, if 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 your um life partner, we're not talking about girlfriends and boyfriends, but if the person you're married to is in the other company. They they're gonna want to work with each other. It, it sucks that you don't get to see that your partner because of your your crazy schedule. So I can see like people being like I don't know if you want to say lovesick or something, but if they if, uh, if they're just not happy in the company, it could it could become something bad like a CM Punk. Like well, if CM Punk kept wait, on saying wait, wait, wait. I, I want I want to leave I want to leave and like you said it's a big contract. Like is it really worth to have him there miserable in 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 the locker rooms? So that's what I'm trying to say. Sometimes maybe it's just better to let someone leave, unless you have like they're like in the middle of a story, 
and you don't like then you could talk to them like oh let's finish this story and then let's discuss this later but if they're not in a story like for example ziggler i think ziggler is just very happy of collecting money but like someone like him like you're not using me maybe i could go somewhere else and be used at least once a week or something but Z you we forget about ziggler but he's a great wrestler and he's getting paid a lot of money and we don't even see him not even backstage like even like walking through a segment or something so is that are you happy with the money that you're making and, you, and you're not on tv or you, you want to be on tv and you're unhappy i don't know well in my opinion the pro of it is that it, i think this relationship would work for like rhea ripley and buddy matthews yes they could stay away from each other they could definitely stay away from each other they don't need to see each well, other every day they're they're, they're, en that, uh, they're engaged so i mean i mean when, when they get married you I can see Buddy definitely coming to WWE. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, honestly speaking, I, I joke around. But yeah, I mean, definitely like in that type of relation, I, I can only imagine how hard it is for them, yeah. as you mentioned, or even for my Malachi back and uh, Vega. You only see each other maybe on a Wednesday. No, not even Wednesday. Uh, maybe a Tuesday. Nope, not even Tuesday, because they fly out Tuesday for Wednesday for AEW. So Thursday. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it oh, yeah, it's hard. Like, yeah, it's, it, 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 I mean, I I, I I had a similar story to that. I I, I worked at a place with uh, a person I, I was with, and um, I I had to leave the place, went somewhere else, and that person stood there, and then eventually, that person jumped ships, and 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 came and and got back to working with me. So yes, when you have that distance there, and 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 that's the the chemistry is there and everything, it, it it works good. And then as soon as you're not working and you're working for like a competition, it, it's it's weird. So I, and that's just me being as working in the fitness world. I imagine like um, t talent people and working around with your your coworkers and everything like that. But anyway, but then again, I guess I guess the last part of this is that if you the heart grows fonder when you're not seeing each other. 24-7, because can you really imagine, like, traveling with each other, working with each other, going home with each other, traveling, in, like, in that cycle? I think after a while, you might be like, oh, I'm sick of you. Get out. Hey, hey, um, Becky and Seth do it. And I wonder... No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to stop. <laughs> I don't want to start have people get upset. All right, but anyway, but yeah, I mean... I you get you get, a, you get a nice luxury bus, and maybe, maybe that's why um Becky's passport had a tear in it. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, honey. I can't make the trip. <laughs> I need to, I need a break from you. <laughs> oh, well, you know it got ripped. Know anyway, <laughs> uh, well, speaking about Becky, uh, let's congratulate her. She is now a Grand Slam champion. She uh, she won the NXT Championship. She defeated um, Tiffany Stratton, and yeah, how, um, I wonder like how long she's gonna keep this title. Is it is it just like for her to say uh, I'm a Grand Slam and then like she loses it? And who does she lose it to? This is a good question. Uh, I, me personally, I didn't care for it. The reason I didn't care for the win, it was they gave. I feel like they gave it to her to give her that title of Grand Slam, right? I think personally, she don't need it. Not every person needs to be a Grand Slam champion. Well, not everyone but needs. I, I, not, I'm sorry. No, not everyone is, but I think they gave, they wanted to give Becky that. That, that title, that reference. But she was the only the, the only four horsewoman that didn't have it. That's that's another yeah, thing. And I don't, and I don't think she needed it. I don't know why. Why would you uh, grab to go to NXT, make your appearance, make a match like Rhea has been doing 
for weeks and weeks and weeks. But why would you like? I don't. I I, I feel like it's a. I don't know. I don't want to say a step backwards. I just feel like it was unnecessary for her to get the belt. Right. It gives her a, a title that she doesn't need. And now she'd probably be in NXT a little bit more often, which would be good for me because I am in Orlando area. But I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, so I would say she, she was the only one. As soon as she won it, um, Bailey was like, it's about time and all of that. So, yeah, she, from from her, her peers, her very close friends, she was the only one that was in the Grand Slam. So I guess you could say. And speaking about Orlando, um, Royal Rumble is going to be there. Oh, you mean Tampa? But yes. Oh yeah, Tampa, Orlando. What is, what is same that? difference? Right? Yeah, for me it's the, for me it's the same thing. Uh, yeah, I mean that sounds like fun. I mean, are you, would you go? Oh, that's definitely uh, in my plans. I'm hoping to be able to go. I have some personal complications I have to work out, but otherwise, okay. Uh, my plan is to be there, and thank God it's only one day, and thank God it's not going to be crazy as WrestleMania was. Ten thousand dollars, so I may be able to get at least a lot yeah. closer to the ring. Uh, I know it's supposed to be at the Tropicana Stadium or ring or whatever it's called. Yeah, and I'm hoping because it is a baseball park that I can get maybe the because I don't want to be on the floor. I, I I think wrestling is not you pay too much money to sit on the floor. Yep, at the row Fox ain't worth it. That is very true. Yeah, I like I like the rises. As soon as you, the seats start coming up. You give me the first five rows there, and I'm good. You you want to stand up and cheer? You you could go right ahead. I can still watch the show, not worried about anything. Yeah, I, I, I gave up on floor seats, like you said. If it's not the first five rows, it's not worth it because you're you're basically standing up for the entire show and dodging people's heads and everything. Um, and the use, and I like that you said that you that's part of your plan and you have a plan because someone else has a plan. Um, Bad Bunny. He said his plan is to take the title from Roman Reigns. Like, just in case I don't you, know to laugh or yeah, not. Just in case you didn't hear me, I said Bad Bunny said his plan is to take the title from Roman Reigns. Um, I'm going to assume that by him just throwing that out there, there's talks about him fighting Roman since we have time. Because I, I, I forget what anyway I'm right now because this is this game is like dying oh, right now it's <laughs> if everything's happening in Roman I think we're kind of still on top of the fourth but it's like a rain delay I don't even think um, Paul Heyman knows what any we are right now but um yeah for, yeah for him to say that at a, at a, he he has this nice dream or there's been talks for him to fight and that's gonna how it's gonna roll so if we hear Roman answering him back or whatever then we know where this is gonna go maybe for Royal Rumble or something uh, what else we got to talk about? Um, Drew McIntyre. Supposedly he's um, locked in with WWE until around WrestleMania 40. And then we could talk about his contract being up again. Um, I heard this from... Uh, a, interesting. Yeah. I heard this from a, from another podcast and I thought it was very interesting. And I think if this, if this would happen, it would be so exciting. Like a real free agent season. Because like right now, it just seems like we're talking about a lot about free agents. And just imagine if everyone's contract finished on September first. So mm. like different years, let's say like Seth is signed for five years, um, Roman is signed for ten years, Brock is signed for one year, three years for Cody, so on and so on. 
but the contract ends on September 1st. Just like uh, like in baseball, that you can get signed for as many years as you want, but when your your contract ends at the end of the season. So you, you give it September 1st is the new season because that's when the new shows start and ratings week and all that. So the, yeah, that'd be interesting. I said maybe you have like six top um, wrestling stars contract finishes on September 1st and they have to negotiate between Impact, AEW, WWE, and that's a crazy week for ratings. First of all, it's good for the talent because they're going to be offered a lot of money from all these wrestling companies that, that's going to want them that have TV deals. And I don't know, I heard it from another podcast and I thought it was a great idea. I mean, that would have to be like the wrestlers that sign contracts to put that in because I don't think the companies really care about that. But Because right now, I think it's interesting that we just have like at least good five people right now that are free agents and wh- where they're going to go and, and everything. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be a little hard for a wrestler, at least I'm saying for WWE wrestlers anyway, because we know that uh, uh, when WrestleMania is done, they're already planning SummerSlam. Yeah. And when SummerSlam is done, they're planning WrestleMania. And sometimes even after right WrestleMania, they're planning for next year's WrestleMania. So they're planning for long-term stories. So I think it's a little harder for wrestlers to get away with that, unless they have short-term stories, which wrestling can probably get away with in this right. new era. You have to work around somebody's contract, give them an extension if you want, but I, I think it works out a lot more. It's, it, it definitely favors the, the talent, not the wrestling company, because then you know, like it's, um, I, is it called Ratings Week or whatever? Uh, Sweet Sweet. That, yeah, that. Everybody is going to want the top talent for, for, the, for those weeks, so you're going to dish out your money for that top free agent. So yeah, I think it works a lot for the talent, but it's it's fantasy world. Um, talk once again talking about on um, contracts. Um, LA Knight has been offered a five year deal, but um, right now the two sides are far apart when it comes to money. Mm. So see, this is where I, I love LA Knight. I I I appreciate LA Knight. I think, in my opinion, he's not worth it. Fully yet, not for five years, maybe for three years, maybe. But he still fumbles on his words a little bit, which is fine. You know, hey, listen, we all fumble. But other than you know, because he may, I don't know. Like sometimes I feel like he he can simply be a fad, you know? Right. Like the yes, and but I don't know if he's gonna survive or if he's gonna die down. I don't know. Um, real quick, his last his last promo, I thought it was. The realest LA Knight we're gonna get. I don't. I. I didn't fear it was the, the year character. I feel like it was more him. But um, what you said, I I truly believe it. But I also see his side of it. He's what forty years old, forty one. His if it, if it's a five year contract, you have to think that it's almost to your retirement. So he's gonna look for as much money as possible. Cause I, he might just have five years left for wrestling. I mean, be forty five. You don't know what happens after that. If you want to wrestle, you you want to keep taking those bumps and everything. So a five year contract right now for him is basically his last five years of wrestling. You don't know what's gonna happen, so he, I'm I'm sure he's gonna try to collect as much money he could get, especially at right, I agree with that. And, and right now it's it's like I said, if it's sweep week, whatever, it it's the it, he's hot right now. So if you're trying to sign him, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be a dick when it comes to money, because there's no hotter time than right now that he's gonna be right now. The you um I, house show 
house show at Nassau Coliseum this past. He came out, and that whole arena exploded. Like, I'm talking about it's a lot, loud, loud, loud pop. Like, I know you. we compare him to The Rock. It was like The Rock came out. Like, I was, like, shocked. Like, you see, you hear it on TV and all of that, but to hear that crowd live, like, they're, like, like they saw Elvis Presley. And, and it's funny. So, to, let me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have to go ahead. No, 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 no. Go, go. No, I was, I'm going to propose a question here. And I don't know. I, I'm i going to call this the, dom, the Dominic effect. Are people cheering for him because that's what they're supposed to do? People booing Dominic, not because he's the greatest heel of all time and he, you know, he's a you know, scumbag, but it's the thing to do for him. Do you think that may be the case with LA Knight a little bit? Because I feel like it may be now becoming, again, a fad where people say, oh, this is LA Knight. We have to chill. I cheer. Can't get my words out, but cheer. <laughs> or Dominic, he's about to talk. Everyone, boo. <laughs> I, I think, I, I think, um, LA Knight's real when it comes to like the fans and everything. I think the fans really want to see him go on top. I don't know how much on top. Like I don't think he's the guy to beat Roman. Like I don't think they'd be excited about that. But um, I, I, it, that loud pop I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You you can't fake that pop. The the, boo, the booing thing, yeah. I, I I think the booing thing for the Dominic a little of it. It has to do with like it's a fad. Like it's like oh okay, I I saw this on TV. We boo him. Let's all boo him and don't let him talk on the mic. But He's he he's plays his character really good too. He plays a scumbag. <laughs> he play he he plays someone that is a chicken. Um, he's he has to hide behind a woman. He 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 cheats to win and all that. So you want to boo him? He hasn't he hasn't given us a reason not to boo him. For this him, for us for us to cheer him, I was thinking maybe like um, LWO would have to like try to kill Rey Mysterio. Like they're go- they're gonna do like a Braun Breaker. Like they're about to crush his head. Like he's gonna have to come out and save his dad. And then it's gonna be like, oh wow, now we like him. He does have a heart. So like it has to be something like that. But right now, there's no reason. So everything he's done is like, yeah, this is a, a kid that he shouldn't be where he's at right now. He sneaks through his way through and all of that. So uh, yeah. I was gonna say my concern is if what you kind of said in, in the, your statement there. L.A. Knight, right? He's, you said, yeah, yeah, you know, he's cheering, but not the person to beat Roman, right? If you're signing him to the five-year contract, you're signing him because he can be the one that beats Roman to replace him. Because Roman, his time is limited. I don't think he's going to be here within the next five years. I think within the next two or three, he's done. I think Seth, the same thing. I think within the next two years, maybe he's done. LA Knight, you're signing this man for five years. He needs to be able to replace them. I think, yes, he's a merchandise seller. And yes, he, you know, every merchandise he sells gives WWE a little bit more money. But is that even a valid reason to sign him? If you, if, like you said, he's not the one to beat Roman. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't see him beating Roman because of the story. If, if there was no story of the bloodline and everything and Cody... I still say it's Cody or Seth that beats Roman, no matter what what's going on in their careers. Seth because it's the only guy Roman hasn't beat. Cody because it's his story to beat and win that title. After that, whoever wins, whoever beats um, Roman, I Ellen and I could take that belt from them. But I just don't see 
The Story of Roman Ending by L.A. Knight. Can he, can L.A. Knight hold that title? Yeah, just not from Roman. It, that story should be ended a perfect romantic way. And it's either with Cody or with Seth. I can't see anybody else coming. Even if Braun Breaker, if you put a, a rocket up his ass and shoot him all the way to the top. It shouldn't be Braun, it, it shouldn't be Braun Breaker. It should be Cody or Seth. And only Seth if you're going to do that story. Because lately WWE has been like skipping stories. Like we, we have bad memories. Like there's a story there with Seth. Roman has never beat him. Use that. Promote it. Whatever you, you're going to do with it. If you're not going to do it, then keep Seth out of the picture. And then it's Cody who's going to end his story or finish his story in April. But yeah. I, I, yeah. I was going to say, do you think Roman retires after this whole reign? Because, I mean, no, there's, there's no. No, way, no, no way to top it. There's really like, Yes, yes. We, 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 we're, McMahon and WWE front office and everything are finally going to get what they want. A baby-faced Roman. And the fans are going to love it. And that's how he goes out. He's not going out as a as a heel, the end of the bloodline. No. Roman loses his belt, comes back. Why he comes back? Not sure why. I, I'm not a writer. He comes back as the biggest baby face ever. When he comes back from his little, I don't know if he makes a movie or his disappearance or whatever, he is going to get the biggest pop. Because everyone already loves him. And they, they want to cheer for him now. But he keeps on doing some scumbag moves. So... But yeah, I, I see him ending his career the way it was supposed to be a couple of years ago as the babyface of WWE. So we'll see with that. Um, let's stick with the um, I guess the real bloodline that we go down the line. Um, I I never know how to pronounce his name. Z- Zila Fatu. Um, he, okay. he's the son of Umaga. Um, I was like, okay, he's gonna be the next guy. Promising future, um, but um, it just came out now that um, he's no longer working with Booker T's promotion. They had uh, a couple of um, they couldn't agree on things, and when you hear that, you're like, "This is a young kid. He should be a sponge, taking everything that Booker T could offer him and get signed by WWE." For you to say you don't agree with Booker T, what he's saying, and you're gonna do your own thing, and he's and he's a lot on social media. I follow him, and it's it's like um, a day with, um, I guess Azia Fatu. Like he's, a, I think his his head is a little blown because he's the son of Umaga. Um, I hope he's guided the right way. I don't know who, what school, what promotion he's gonna go to now, but I mean, I understand your family's in the bloodline, but you just you just don't get a a, a golden ticket and be like, okay, I'm here. So. I think maybe I don't know. I can't speak for him, but I agree with what you're saying there. Like um, he has to kind of make his point across. Maybe he'll be signing with NXT. If he signs with NXT, then that'd be a different story. But maybe that's what he was trying to do. There, we'll see. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it, like like I said, th- this happened maybe I think a week or two weeks ago. And I and like I said, I follow him. There's no news of him signing with anybody, and everything is just like 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 I don't, I hate using these words, but it's very like cocky. And um, like like he like like he's already somebody already, and I, and I think he's only had like two or three matches, and he has like this presence on social media like, follow me and see what I'm doing, look at me what I'm doing for the whole entire day, a day with me here, a day with me there. I don't take a, take a step back. 
learn everything you need to learn. You have a great gimmick already, son of Umaga. Even though Solo's doing a good job at it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I wish him the best. Hopefully he could join the Bloodline in the future. But, yeah, I would I would have definitely stayed with Booker T and just just been a sponge. of like, yeah, what I got to do to make it. Whatever you tell me, you're already in there. Matter of fact, you work for NXT. Yeah, I'm going to stay with you. So yeah, I, mean, I agree. Yeah, so I don't know, I, I, but I don't know what what was the big thing that made made him leave. But yeah, um, another I guess bad news: AEW, Santana, and Ortiz, they have officially broken up. They would be single competitors now, which is weird because sometime last year, I heard that they weren't getting along, and they couldn't stand each other, and there was a couple of like arguments that they had to be split up. See, you don't hear about those fights. You, they're like very brief, and and that's it. But now CM Punk tries to choke the owner, and everybody wants to go crazy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So I, I heard that they weren't getting along. Then it was weird that we saw them together, well, at least in the same match together, and all in. But now it's been official that you would never see them as a tag team no more. That they're gonna do their separate things. So I wish them both luck. And um, let's go to um. There's a new um special on Netflix called Wrestlers. Have you checked it out? Or you plan to watch it? Do plan to watch it. I'll maybe probably watch it this weekend, or maybe after we do this, uh, maybe I'll take at least first episode and see what happens. I love I love the, the behind the scenes or yeah um, documentary type style. So I'll probably definitely check it out and binge. Yeah, this this one should be good, and I think it's going to do good because it's Netflix, so more fans can watch it. There was one that was. I guess this is a copy version of it. Um, the Monster Factory. Did you watch that one? No. Exactly. Where was that? It's on Netflix? Exactly. No, it's not. It's on Apple oh. TV. So it's a whole different streaming service, and you need Apple TV, and you got to pay for it. But it's I think it's maybe four episodes, so you could pay, I think, four ninety nine, binge it, and then cancel your membership. But it's good. It's about um, a wrestling school in New Jersey. Um, and it it shows you everything how how what you have to do to make it. There's a couple of people there that I don't want. If, if you're gonna watch it, watch it. I don't. Want to, there's people that have WWE tryouts. Maybe somebody makes it, somebody doesn't. But it's it's a really good show, and it just shows you like the promo work that you have to learn. And it's these it's young kids, it's older people that's just trying to become wrestlers that still have a nine to five job, and they're trying to fit this in. And I, this looks like very similar to the Monster Factory that's on Apple TV. It's just, it's on Netflix. More people have Netflix. So this might just get a bigger push. And it's Al Snow. We all love Al Snow. Who doesn't like head? Anyway. <laughs> um, um, real quick, let's go into, um. I thought this was funny. I'm sure you would love this because you love numbers and, and ratings and all of that. It has come out that um, All In Numbers... Was not eighty one thousand. It was seventy two thousand. Um, someone requested uh, in in London the, the uh, how many people basically entered the building. Not not tickets that were sold, so they they said they the count was seventy two thousand and change. What was funny about this is that um the same day that this. These numbers came out. Uh, Will Will Osprey got a tattoo? 
that says all in and with the attendance on it of 81,000. <laughs> so now he has a, a very rare tattoo that's basically an error, depending how you look at it. <laughs> um, it's on his triceps, so hopefully if he wants to, he, he could cover it up. But um, yeah, I mean... To who does this matter to? I think it's funny because the numbers came out and so many people hate AEW because there's so many AEW haters out there. But um, it was still a good show. But you're telling me... It was a good show. It, it, it was a good show. Um, your, your numbers are off 9,000. Almost 9,000 people. I don't think... I think that, that number is wrong again. I'm not here to say that there was definitely 81,000 people there. But I, I don't think there was... 9,000 empty seats there. So, yeah. So maybe, I don't know, someone didn't count correctly or free tickets or I don't I don't know how that works. But, yeah, I, didn't, I don't think I saw 9,000 empty seats there. It, it, the, the building was packed. It wasn't sold out. And it was a great show. And I'm so tired of people worried about ratings and and... And numbers here, how many seats sold here, the half the arena was... Oh, how was the show? Was the show good? Were you there live? Were you entertained? No? I'm sorry. If you were, great. That's what should be the what's the matter. The matches were good, and that's it. Is WWE a better brand? Yes. Get over it. They are a better brand. They've had more experience. And that's it. And we, we've had this conversation hundreds of times. And you're just not going to compete with a McMahon, a Dana White... If I if I started if if I won the lottery right now and I wanted to start my own version of UFC, I'm not going to compete with Dana White and his bosses and everything. They have more experience. They know how to do this. Worry about what you're doing. Put something good there so fans go, that want to see it, and that's it. I wish. Fans, I don't honestly. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 just real, real quick. In the long run, if there's no AEW, I think WWE would be horrible. We've seen WWE when there was no AEW on TV. I couldn't stand watching three hours of Raw. So no, now that it's AEW, yeah, call them competition, call them whatever you want. WWE has to step up their game, and, and they might not a lot, but just something to, they put good um, product out there for us to watch because AEW is there. Without AEW, what we have Impact, who which is not on every cable um, company. So not that many people get to see them. Um, NWA is on YouTube. WWE doesn't even acknowledge them. So with AEW, yeah, we have WWE has to step up the game, and we get good wrestling because of it. So all these people that what, they want AEW to die, I think they're being very silly. But anyway, I'm sorry. Go. Yeah, no, that's because I, I agree with that statement. Just because you know it's not per se a competition between the two companies, right? You have Monday. And you have Friday, and then you have maybe the, one, the only competition they may have is for a, a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, and, and it's not even that. I mean, you can't even compare the weekends because AEW has Rampage, and WWE will have SummerSlam. <laughs> you're not comparing SummerSlam to, to uh, I'm sorry, Collision. There's no way you're going to compare Collision to any pay-per-view or premium event WWE's putting out. I don't care what you're going to do to Collision. W. AEW have has on talent. They don't have the star power to draw a big audience to take them away from WWE uh, a show. Do they have talent? Yes, they have very maybe maybe some 
some guys are more talented than the WWE guys, but they just don't have that star power. They use like I have to see what they're doing. Like you could skip a week and like and you could be okay with it. The stories are not that great, and and they don't have that star power. Are they gonna put good wrestling matches? Hell fucking yeah. So I'm I'm gonna just lead to um Grand Slam. Does this is this a make or break for AEW? Um, there's a New York market, if I'm not mistaken, right? It's in uh, Queens, right? Yeah, the Arthur Ashe, which okay. is going to be, supposedly it's going to be their version of MSG. Oh, okay. Well, it's, I don't know, it's uh, still a small venue. Uh, I mean, if, now, if this venue is empty, or not, I'm going to say empty, but per se, uh, more, like, half full, then they have trouble. And that's not because of CM Punk or whatever the case is. It means that People are not wanting, they're not caring about AEW as much as they do in London. But um, I, I would say it was make or break. I definitely would. This right here coming up is going to be how they adjust. Right. If they see that if the show or the, the arena is half empty, which I don't think it would be because it is, again, kind of like New York market. People love wrestling there. I think they'll be fine. I don't know. Because, yeah, I mean, this, this is it's Grand Slam, but it's still a dynamite show. Um, I think no matter what, CM Punk. I don't think CM Punk would be at Grand Slam, but I mean, we don't, we we don't know that. But um, this for me, this is the first big event without CM Punk because even though All Out happened, those seat, those tickets were sold already with with the thought of CM Punk, and it was just part of a continuation of All In and everything. So for me, this is the first big live event we they're going to have. Without having um, CM Punk, and I also think it's weird that ever since CM Punk has left, um, his big supporters have not been on TV until this Saturday. Like FTR has not been on TV until this Saturday. They have a match. Um, the House of Black have not been on TV at all, and they're not even announced for this weekend or next week. So I don't know if they just need to take some time off. Or the only real supporter for CM Punk that is still on TV right now is Ricky Starks. So I think that's that's because uh, he has no choice in the matter. But yeah, I mean he's a, he's in a story right now. So if they would have took him out of that story, then there would have been like a big conspiracy. But yeah, I mean FTR has been off TV. They, they were there the, the day of the firing or whatever, and then they were off TV until this Saturday. They have a fight, a match, and like I said, House of Black is just I don't know. There's no mention of them. But on Grand Slam, we have um, MJF versus Samoa Joe. I'm looking forward for that. Um, Jericho versus Sammy. Um, Soraya versus Tony Storm. Moxley versus Phoenix. And as of now, um, Eddie Kingston versus um, Claudio. So uh, I don't know if they're going to add any more matches. But, I mean, it's a pretty good lineup. Uh, I'm not sure what what happens with um, MJF and Joe. I'm looking forward for the match. I just I I, I can't see um, what would the ending be. Um, I it's gonna be some kind of like DQ or count out or something. I think that's how they're gonna go. Yeah. So neither one loses, but they both keep their level of stock. Yeah. I would like to know that they're gonna. It sounds pretty funny me to say this, but I would like to think they're gonna go all out for this Grand Slam. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not a premium live event. It's not a pay per view, but um. It is a big show. It's called Grand Slam. Um, the very first Grand Slam, 
was an awesome show. It started off with Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson for our match. They had an IMM match, and that's how you started off Grand Slam. And it was, I mean, it's once again, here's a pun. It was electrifying. It was so good. I felt like the the um, Grand Slam last year wasn't that much. It was a lot of hype. It ended up the main event was Moxley and Brian Danielson, and we all felt Brian Danielson was going to win the AEW title, and he didn't, and it was kind of a big letdown. But um, we had a um, surprise return of um, Soraya there. But I, besides that, no. So that I. I think Grand Slam, for some reason, is going to be something big. I I would love if I could fantasize right now. Ed shows up. How or where in the story, I don't know. But I, I feel like something big has to happen for Grand Slam. It can't just be uh, just good matches and that's it. They need something to like eject, um, inject some life into it or something right now. So we can forget about the punk situation and be like, oh, wow, AEW is doing this right now. Let's go. Because right now, like I said, they have great matches and they're very talented. But it just seems like wrestling fans right now, well, uh, a good portion of wrestling fans, don't really care about watching good matches. So I'm hoping for something to spark something from AEW. Um, besides, I hope so. AEW needs something right now. But anyway. Yeah. So like I said, I, I can see them opening the, the pockets for Edge or, sad to say, or Goldberg or I don't know. But yeah, why not? Why not have Goldberg show up at the main event after MJF wins and he spears MJF? I don't know. Give me a pen and paper and give me five minutes and I'll write you something. But uh, <laughs> but besides that, I think that's it. It's a wrap. All right. Um, you got any unplugs? Shout outs? Um, just just my normal uh. Give Kids the World. Uh, please check them out on Facebook and their sister site of uh, Hearts of Reality. And if you're ever down here in the Orlando region, sign up for NXT. Go to the NXT Facebook page and you get free tickets to the show. It's a pretty good experience. Nice. Um, I got my shout-outs. The same as always. It's um, Lucharitos. Um, great food in the Long Island area of New York. And um, Wrestling Universe, located in Queens. They got some big signings coming up. They have um, Kane. They have Eric Bischoff. They have Eric Rowan coming up. So check them out if you're in the Queens area. Besides that, they have a great selection of wrestling merchandise. Besides that, guys, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for listening to us. And so long.